It is the Eight Napkin. This is season one, episode 46 of that beloved show that 12 people in Topeka, Kansas just can't live without. It's the Eight Napkin. Special guest in uh, Mertcorn, Alabama, Chief Cosmetic Officer of the local Dairy Queen, Carla. Good morning. I'm broadcasting live from the parking lot of the Dairy Queen in Burtcorn, Alabama. So the premise of this show is very simple. Bring things that you hate to the table without politics and religion. Bitch and moan about it. Feel good about yourself at the end of the day and go home. Carla, we're going to ask you to reach deep inside the annals of hate, the mailbag of THN, and see if we have any hate. We do. I have an I have an unsigned missive. An unsigned missive that I received. Ooh, Dear anonymous friends. Anonymous hate coming. Live. Dear friends, after hearing the letter from the guy who had to take his mother shopping and did so in such a splendid manner, I decided to share my story. I'm the manager for a company in the construction trades. There's an older area of town where the small houses are jammed in so tightly, there's only room for a one-car driveway. We had a job down there and was laying out plans to do it the following day. We have a dozen jobs going on at once, but this is the one we're focusing on. It's 1 a.m. I am sound asleep when my phone rings. I answer it with our company name only to hear, Bitch, you out your motherfucking mind. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I am. But with an opening like that, I could think of only one response. What? To which the caller replied, I said, bitch, you out your motherfucking mind. Now I'm awake, look at the clock and reply in the only way I can. Can I buy a vowel? Bitch, you popped your motherfucking trailer in my motherfucking driveway. and You best get your ass over here before I have it told. Sir, can you give me your name and address, please? Bitch, you know where you parked your motherfucking trailer. (laughs) Sir, are you under the impression that I personally drove that trailer to your house, parked it on your driveway, came home, and went to bed out of spite? I can assure you it wasn't me. And if you want it moved, I have to be able to direct someone to your address. I was nicer than he deserved. Bitch, I said, you know where you parked your, my, your motherfucking trailer. And if you don't come get it, I'm going to have a toe. Click. I called the boss. He knew where it was. He got up, drove over there, moved the motherfucking trailer, and all was right with the world. Can someone please tell me how it's okay for call men to call women who work for businesses, act that way, and when the man shows up at his house, he's perfectly reasonable. I kind of have this happen a lot. And frankly, it kind of makes me out my motherfucking mind with this shit. Wow. Unsigned, right? Unsigned. Probably Topeka. Oh, my goodness. So, well, yeah. bitch, out your motherfucking mind if you think I'm going to just follow up that email with something funny. I just laugh my ass off because I know what it's like to have customers who will like jump in my shit and then the owner will happen to be there and suddenly they get all reasonable but they think it's okay 
to act like yeah. that with a woman. I think this is a perfectly good opportunity for us to mansplain. I have a guest. <laughs> I have a guest star Betty on my desk. I saw your desktop pussy. Okay. I, I think really this is just another argument to be made of why women shouldn't be in the workforce. <laughs> I think this is an argument for you know, male castration. Oh, why can't it be both? Frankly, most men shouldn't have their balls to begin with. <laughs> I think we can compromise here and let's get rid of half of the men's balls. That's either all of the men with one balls or half of the men with no balls. Your choice. But in the other case, we just get, eliminate women from the workforce altogether. Yeah. And then we got no more. Bitch, you know, you're out of your motherfucking mind. All those situations are pretty much covered. I want to know if, if we retire all the women out of the workforce, who's going to make your motherfucking ice cream cake? <laughs> you're right, because I, I don't think I want, I don't think I want Howard making my M&M blizzard. <laughs> No, I want some guy as hairy as you making your ice cream cake. <laughs> what? You heard me. <laughs> Nothing like a, can I have a hirsut peanut butter parfait? <laughs> sure. Let me, let me dip it in extra hair. Peanut butter. Is it, what is it? It's not peanut butter. Bar- it's, it's a peanut buster. Peanut buster parfait. Sorry. I I'm was, out of my motherfucking mind. <laughs> I thought that line was pretty great, though. Yes, I was, okay. I'm going to start using it. We can all agree that calling anybody at one in the morning bitch is probably just not. Is is something that belongs in the hate now. It doesn't matter the con. There are no contexts in which calling somebody motherfucking mind bitch is okay at one in the morning. You just no, no, you should never use the word bitch. You shouldn't call someone a bitch unless you're two gay men talking to each other. There's no acceptable use of the word bitch. What if you're talking to your dog? Okay, that's the other one. Two gay men talking to their dog is okay. <laughs> if it's a male dog, that would be kind of weird. Well, what if it's a gay male dog? Okay. <laughs> what if it's been castrated? It's a bulldog. What if it's got one bowl? <laughs> which which brings up an actual news item. Did you hear the story about the people who took their dog, their rescue dog, back to the shelter because they said the dog was gay? The dog wasn't <laughs> the dog was not fixed and he was humping another dog. <laughs> And so they took this dog back and abandoned it at the shelter. Well, guess who adopted the dog? You got it. Two gay men. <laughs> so, that's, my, you know, it, that sounds like the beginning. That's, that sounds like a, a like an HBO sitcom. <laughs> no, it, it's a true story. It was on the news. Clifford the gay pit bull. <laughs> it wasn't a pit bull. Not on the news. Really? What news? What news was this on? We've got we've got Russian ships sinking. We've got a world in total chaos. But leading the news today, did it did it did it did it? Two evangelicals can't stand their gay bloodhound. Hold on. <laughs> it was in North Carolina. Of course it was. Oh uh, yeah. Dateline March twenty fifth, twenty twenty two. Oh my God! Do we know the breed? 
so you know so we can send out a PS to all right evangelicals on this Easter morning. <laughs> Please avoid the following breed. Redneck. It was a black, was the breed. It was a black and tan mutt, but you know. Black and tan. It was a Guinness. All right, folks, don't adopt Guinness dogs anywhere you go. Many years ago, right as I was divorcing my drunkard ex-husband, which makes you so fun to be around, (laughs) he uh, was at a bar one night and some man, not knowing who he was, brought up my name and announced that he had asked me out, which was true, he did. I turned him down because I did not feel like he was God's gift to women. And he announced in this place where people knew me that um, I was a lesbian, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I don't happen to be. Well, sitting right next to him on the bar. I don't know, maybe. So uh, he's sitting right next to my ex-husband on the bar stool. Well, it could have alopecia and then I would just be famous. Um, he didn't know he was sitting next to my ex-husband who, when he made this grand announcement about me, my ex doubled up his fist and knocked the guy off of his bar stool. So I, I don't know, I guess, even though we were in the process of getting a divorce, it still offended him because he knew that I never did anything to him or, you know, he knew why we couldn't stay together. He was a drunk and he knocked the guy off his bar stool. Does that make him the world's worst person? Frankly, if somebody accused the woman I was with of being a lesbian, I'd be like, really? (laughs) Wow. She swings both ways for me. Let me look into into that. That sounds awesome. She bats for both teams when I'm around. So cool. Now I now I know why you actually forwarded his mail to him. Now it all makes sense. Yeah, Yeah. I mean because that's actually it was a kind thing to do. I thought it was important for him to get all of his past due bills. (laughs) I just I what really upsets me are humorless people. Period. End of story. Listen, you you could listen. If I ever become, if I ever get so lucky to become famous. Mm -hmm. And people want to make fun of me. Good luck all day long. You can you can have this bag of shit. It's yours, world. Say whatever you want. I'm, right, I'm, I'm like so. Carla actually had be secure. Like Carla actually has a beautiful haircut. Looks gorgeous. You look right. like like a like a mop that fell on top of your head, and it's and it and it it's basically looks like a bunch of pubes or having an orgy on the top of your head, but not enough pubes were invited to the orgy. Where Carla actually looks beautiful and can take a joke. And I know that you can too. Keep my visage out of your motherfucking mouth. And I want you to know that I've been cutting my hair since the start of COVID. So this is a homemade haircut. Yeah, I kind of feel some days I feel like I just dabbed my face in Elmer's glue and dipped it in the toilet. <laughs> like in a gas station. <laughs> See, Jada, that's what you got to be able to do. Listen, okay, so my daughter forever, and she'll kill me if she ever hears this, I don't care. She's always, she's always, she thinks she has really big ears, which she does. Um, 
But what I, what I, you know, anytime somebody young talks to me about insecurities, like, oh, you know, I got big ears, or my goodness, you can hardly see my penis. It's so micro small. <laughs> I told you that last week. That that wasn't. Yeah, that well, this is what I said ago. to you. Oh, okay. Here's the deal. If you put any body part on a plate, not Jeffrey Dahmer style, but like, let's let's just like take any body part and just separate it from the body, right? They all look funny. Everybody's ears look, ears, by the way, are the most ridiculous looking thing in the universe. Noses, lips, it doesn't matter. Whatever you're insecure about, separate it from your body. Look at everybody else's similar body part. Everybody's got a weird looking clit. You know, everybody's anus is funny, little toes, nostrils, nose hairs. It doesn't matter. Every single part of our body is funny looking. You put it together. I mean, human beings are weird. Well, that's the fun part when you put a when you put a toe and an anus together or like, yeah, that's the fun part. Putting it together, you know, just a little little, add a little peanut butter and you got yourself a party. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, please. I'm sorry. My dog was just asking for that. <laughs> You're wearing pants, right? I'm not. <laughs> Whoa! Party in bird corn. And I'm in the parking lot. Everybody, so. I'm in the, the parking bra- lot on a Sunday in Burnt Corn, Alabama, wearing your pants. Lot. Carla, the Brazier, Burnt Corn, Alabama, bitch at one a.m. Whoa! Hey, I, oh, it could I'm be saying, worse. I could be. I could be going smokeless here. Oh, smoke. All, all I'm saying is all of our body parts are silly. I mean, we're, we're fundamentally funny-looking creatures. There are very few noble things on the earth. Like, I mean, the, you know, there's leopards and, you know, there's like 63 of those left in the wild. There, there are very few very noble-looking things. We're more penguin than we are leopard. When Eddie Murphy won the Mark Twain Prize at the Kennedy and received it at the Kennedy Center like six or seven years ago, you know, usually comedians, you know, it's usually given out to a comedian and the uh, the award speech is really pretty memorable. <laughs> I love the fact that Eddie Murphy used his speech to do a complete Bill Cosby shtick for 10 minutes, because if you'll recall, Bill Cosby, like absolutely eviscerated Eddie Murphy, you know, back Eddie Murphy back in the day. Right. Because he wasn't the family comedian and he would, you know, Bill Cosby was the family man and he took on Eddie Murphy. Eddie, you know, and of course, Bill Cosby raped 35 million women along well, the way. Bill Cosby was the family man aside from all the roofies and the raping. So. Yeah, but that, you know, when I think of family man, that's what I think of, bitch. <laughs> but I love the fact that here he is at the Kennedy Center in the heart of DC, you know, the cultural center of the United States. And he, his entire speech is devoted to Bill Cosby. <laughs> and it's like, he got him. He's like, here I am. I'm receiving the Mark Twain prize while you're in prison, bitch. Um, you know, in Life of Brian, where he says, crucifixion of freedom. Take freedom, dumbass. Take freedom. And that's how I feel about the Oscars. Crucifixion or freedom. <laughs> <laughs> honest to god if you listen here's the deal if you are a celebrity that's why that's why in this show i have no problem putting any any celebrity on the hate napkin versus like say bob my neighbor bob my neighbor is never going on the show if you're a celebrity what you've done is you 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 signed on the on the line that i'm going to become a public person 
And part of that is if people want to make fun of me, so be it. And the trade-off is I get to have my hair done every day of the rest of my life, if I have any. <laughs> you kind of looked like a Muppet while explaining that when you did the... Listen, I ran for office, which I rarely talk about on the show. I can't, every single day of that, I got made, somebody said terrible things about me online or publicly. You and know? only, and only most of them were true. Yeah, most of them were true. <laughs> it, but the thing is, once you decide to stand on that stage, you're open game. And if you don't like that, it's too bad. You said you should never have said. You, listen, when she married Will Smith, she knew what was coming. He's one of the most you know popular actors on the planet. So yeah, people are gonna make fun of you. So fucking what? And guess what? They're gonna do it on the Golden Globes or the Oscars or some other award show. Big deal. And in this particular instance, it, by making fun of you, they actually said something nice, which is you're a very attractive, badass person without hair. Right. It wasn't like we can't wait to see Powder 3 because Powder 2 <laughs> has Carl's, Carla's neighbor. Oh, was that can't... a joke about her bush? Was that a joke about her bush? About <laughs> Carla's bush? I don't, I don't powder my bush. See? <laughs> actually, that makes me wonder. Do you think... So if she's bald up there, is she bald down there? Yeah. Oh, is she losing hair everywhere? Yes. So she's like so is she like a natural Brazilian. How many is a Brazilian? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Actually, okay, listen, if the trade listen, if the trade-off for alopecia, which you know, I'm going bald, it doesn't but as I go bald, the rest of me seems to be sprouting out like you know, weeds. But what if what if you could trade your okay, you're gonna be bald this, on top? I'm sorry, is this life threatening? Unless you have a disease that's life threatening, you gotta it's, it's you gotta be made fun of. But, right. but I'm what I'm trying to say is it actually might be a a a, a positive. Let's say as you of go course, bald on great. top, what if you lose all of your muff hair? No more shaving. Al- alopecia just, does not confine itself. To the top of your head. Right. So she's got no muff hair. Or eyebrows or arm hair or leg hair. Yeah, but still no this muff sounds hair. Like a, how do I get this? How, can I Right, exactly. Can, how do I get alopecia? Can I, can I like, well, what if obviously I Obviously it's not sex, sexually transmitted because all, apparently all of the guys in Hollywood have I just sat, sex with If Jada. I just sat in a car with her without a mask, would I get it too? I'm kind of hoping. Kind of a fair with something. his wife and see what happens. See if you can get what you catch. A beatdown. I, I think if you just go up and rub the top. <laughs> you make a wish then. and Then it becomes a foundation. <laughs> All right, folks. That's season one for episode 46 of da 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 I hate napkin where today we hated uh we didn't just hate jada pinkett smith we really hated her you we hate her more hated, than i do we also hated all other bitches at 1 a.m we hate people who's out that motherfucking man right but we actually do favor bald muffs 
which you know if this was the love napkin we'd put bald muffs on it so anyways you can check us out which is my nickname for denzel washington so that works out bald muff bald muff (laughs) yeah actually you know i would have tuned into the equalizer if it was starring bald muff (laughs) (laughs) they also hated let me just say we shouldn't judge people for the things they do with the raping and the hitting others Right. just say that and the interrupting the ending of a show I, yeah i've actually done a very good job of not interrupting you are being the one i am bitch here and you won't let me close the show down oh i interrupted you too i'm the one who started it well now you got 10 seconds so do it okay uh, once again you've wasted uh blah, 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 blah. the anals of Someone let the air out of him. <laughs> I think it was me. Sorry. <laughs> That's it. Stop talking.